Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Stop the BS. I'm Connor Burns, as you all know. And we finally have our Super Bowl matchup. We have the Chiefs playing against the Bucks. The Bucks basically have home field advantage in the Super Bowl. Kind of cheap, but you know what? Tom got him there. Ryan, how are you doing today? Doing good, man. I am so, so tired of seeing Brady in the Super Bowl, but I must say that I am excited for him because he has left his own dynasty and created his own new legacy. So it's very cool to see. I can't wait for the Super Bowl, but I'm excited for uh, what we got going on today. Oh, that was nice. Left his own dynasty, created his own legacy. I like that. I like that. But how about we talk about something that you don't like? Who won last week? Finally. Finally, after forever, because I knew it. All you Green Bay fans out there, I knew the choke was coming. I knew it was coming. Rodgers 0-4 since 2010 in NFC Championship games. I got the call in the Bucks game, but could have went 2-0, but we both went with the Bills. Ryan, no wins last week. What happened? 0-2, man. Small sample size. Let's compare all-time records still. <laughs> you're, you're still up on me by four games, but you know what? I'm going to take my win, and I'm going to run with it. I'm very happy, but you know what? This week is kind of a dry week. Because we don't have any football on Sunday for the first time in forever. Whoa, man, we got the Pro Bowl. Come on. No, it's not It's not the actual Pro Bowl. It's the Pro Bowl celebration. They're not doing the Pro Bowl this year. I know. It's a joke. It is a joke. I, I wish that we had something to watch. But you know what? That's okay. The Super Bowl will make up for it in the end. But I want to take it into our main segment, Stop the BS. If this is your first time on the show, Stop the BS is where one person makes a bold statement and the other person says that they agree or stop the BS, and they explain why. Ryan, start off with your first statement. My first statement, Connor, is as follows. The Buffalo Bills, my Bills, so sad. (laughs) Still too soon, too soon, are one piece away from winning it all next season. Oh, I – ah, dude, this is so hard. This is so hard just because of the Chiefs. Because, look, like, what piece are they missing? What are they missing? Maybe uh, their D-line is good, but it could be maybe a little better. Something on the defensive side. But, like, in the AFC Championship game, Josh Allen didn't play all that well. You're right. He didn't. But Josh is still young, as you know, and he's he's really finding his own. He found his own this season, right? He really (laughs) took a big stride. In the AFC Championship game, first off, I kind of do agree with you on their defense. I mean, they let the Chiefs score 38 points, but that's just that's just the Chiefs being the Chiefs. But he went 28 for 48, 287 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Sure, two touchdowns and a pick, not too bad. But 28 for 48? Come on now, dude. Josh Allen, I mean, it felt like I was watching the Bills-Texans playoff game last year. Once, they, once he hopped in versus the Chiefs, I mean, he played great the rest of the playoffs, led them all the way to the AFC Championship. But I agree with you. I'll agree with you on this one. I don't know about winning at all. I think that's a stretch. I think winning the AFC Championship. But then I think at the same time, who's going to knock him off from the NFC? Because I feel like after if Brady wins this year, he might retire. There's a shot of it. it, it are the Packers going to beat him? No, they're going to lose in the NFC Championship, like always. Saints are done. I don't know who's going to knock him off. Do you know what? I know that you always you, you always roast me saying that I don't like to make calls. I'll make a call on this one. I agree with you. I agree with you. Thank you. But I, I, I agree. I, I get where you're coming from here because the Chiefs, just a dynasty. Honestly, honestly, the, the Bills 
of now with like, you know, the Chiefs always hanging over their head, you know, like the big dad is kind of, yeah. it kind of reminds me a little bit of like how the Ravens were all throughout like 2010, with just like their daddies being New England, you know, like you're, you're good at the wrong time because you're not good enough. Exactly. I, Josh Allen is a hell of a quarterback. I, he's my MVP pick next year. And the one thing that's really tugging me here, it might have been just for media attention, I don't know, but the whole thing was Stefan Diggs watching them present the trophy. That's truck. Did you see that? I Of course, I saw the photos and everywhere. Look, that, the photos are cold. Don't get me wrong. Diggs is cold. Don't get me wrong. I did feel a tad like it was for not necessarily publicity, but – you know, just to get something out of the people, you know, like kind of just like, yeah. hey, look at me. Like, but I also think there is part of him that truly wanted to see him, to see himself lose and see in that moment the fire building in him for next season. I feel like Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen have a very special connection with each other. Like, like if you've seen interview clips of them too, they're like best friends. They are literally best friends. I feel like they're going to have a great season next year. Josh Allen is still my MVP pick. But yeah, I, I agree with you on this one. Now, now I want to bring it to my first statement. This is going to be a controversial one. Aaron Rodgers should take his talents elsewhere this off season and demand a trade. <laughs> Dude, this is, this is interesting. This is interesting. When you first wrote this down and when I looked at it, I go, what the hell are you smoking? Like, like, what are you possibly doing? Why would he leave? Yep. Why would he leave where he's been his entire career, where he's been successful basically every season, and go try something else? But what just popped into my head was a picture of Tom Brady. Right. Yeah. So, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I think if I was a Packers fan, obviously I want Aaron Rodgers to stay. And if, oh my God, I'm kind of torn because now you just saw what Brady did, right? Yeah. But can, can Rodgers do what Brady just did? I don't think so. Let, let me say one thing. Ready? The Colts need a quarterback. I'm telling you, Indy is a perfect fit for him. I just don't think the Packers are going to let Aaron Rodgers walk away. He said today on the Pat McAfee show, by the way, that he doesn't believe that he'll be leaving. So, But I, I think he should. I, I know that he doesn't, that he doesn't really – that he's kind of not edging towards it, but I think he should. Okay, I, I, I don't think he will, but I will agree with you that he should. Like, I mean, look at it. His defense screws him every year. His defense just absolutely screws him. I mean, as I said earlier, 0 for 4 in NFC Championship games ever since they played the Bears with our backup quarterback because Jay Cutler got hurt halfway through the game. He would have been 0 for 5. I still stand by that. He would have been 0 for 5. Because look. During the game against the Bucks, great numbers. 33 for 48, not bad. 346 yards, three touchdowns, and one pick. You can't ask for more. You can't ask for more. I mean, look at Brady. He went three for three. His defense is just absolutely screwing him. And they are making no changes about it whatsoever. None. Green Bay, it's just this. They think that they're so good, and it's just the same old, same old every single year. You go all the way there just to lose every single time. Yeah. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm asking for a deal out of there. And I'm telling you, Indy, he should do what Phillip Rivers did. Indy, they have a good offensive line. 
They have a few weapons on that team. If you can get T.Y. Hilton to stay, they have a pretty damn good defense. I think that he could win a title if he goes to Indy. Yeah, Indy would be a nice a nice fit for him. What did help Brady, though, um, especially in the playoffs, is that, that Buccaneers defense is, is really good. Exactly. Their defense is great. I, I, I like the Bucs a lot. I like them a lot, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers should try to do the same thing that Brady did. Because as you said about Brady, Brady had a dynasty. Green Bay can claim that they're a dynasty. He does not have one. He could try and build his legacy going somewhere else. But go go with your second statement. Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think I think what's best for him is to leave and try to build a, a, a legacy somewhere else, try to prove that he can still win on a different team. But to keep on this Packers rant here, because we do have a few Packers topics today. Packers fans, when they win, are a top five fan base, right? They're kind, they're gentle, they're 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 willing to you know support the team that lost. They're all like, hey, it's okay. But when they lose, they are the worst fan base in the NFL. They are brutal. I mean, look, you're a Texans fan. And you're saying this. Imagine being their arch rival, okay? And you know we usually lose to them two times a year. I'm not gonna deny it. But in 2018, when we beat them in Chicago to seal the division, I have never seen them cry more. Never. They were, it it, it was intolerable how angry they were. Intolerable. Like, you could be pissed off. Like, imagine me going through Cody Parkey. I was pissed. But these are the type of fans, when they lose, if you go on Kevin King's Instagram, they are sending this man death threats. They are threatening this man's life over a football game. Because, look, here's the thing. That takes away from the sport heavily. Yeah. That 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 takes away from the sport. That makes it worse. People – that's why people don't like football. Just because of reasons like that. You can't go around doing that. Well, now, I will say, number one fan base in the NFL, kind of off topic, is the Bills Mafia 100%. But it, it's ridiculous the way they act. They act like children. <laughs> They they act like children. They act like a kid when he says no when he asks for a lollipop. Gets on their hands and knees, starts crying, and then they just pull out a knife saying, oh, oh, you don't catch that ball, I'm going to kill you. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's a kid that gets another lollipop, even though he gets a lollipop every other time. Right? Like, like stop girl. complaining, man. You made the NFC Championship. You have, like, the fourth or third, debatably, greatest quarterback of all time on your team. Does it Does it help for you to know that? Oh, it's okay for him to send them to send death threats to Kevin King because it's a playoff game? Or should we look back at like week 12 or week 13 when Marquez Valdez Scantling fumbled the ball and then he legit in the mail, not social media, in the mail got death threats because he fumbled in a normal season overtime? Like, what is wrong with people? I think that there's a point where fans go from being loyal, like super loyal to their team, to way too loyal. And that that's just when it crosses the line. Under no like, under I, no circumstances should you send a professional athlete a death threat for making a mistake in a game. There's just zero room for that whatsoever. Exactly. Like, I mean, I'm sure that Cody Parkey might have got a thing or two in the mail. But as far as I've seen, nobody threatened his life. I mean, he's basically banned in the city of Chicago. But, like, that's a different story. Look, that's – like. That's a playoff game. That's with everything on the line. That's with him missing. 
still doesn't deserve death threats. Does he maybe deserve a shun from Chicago? Maybe, right? But this is a but normal no- season game. Nothing that drastic happened to them. Nothing that drastic. They blew the fucking game. It's, the, it's not like your cornerback like got a, like went and like decked Brady and then just like I, I don't know. He didn't do it on anything like bad on purpose. It, it was he made mistakes. I, I I want you to do a little bit of research for me, okay? This this is something that that there could have been death threats about, but there wasn't. These Bears fans are nice. We're very kind. 1986, the year after we won the Super Bowl, right? We were on our way to winning another Super Bowl. And after the plans, the whistle blows. It's about five seconds later. The Green Bay defensive lineman, I'm blanking on his name, grabs Jim McMahon and just throws him to the ground. And I think he broke his collarbone or something. Completely ruined the season. Just threw him to the ground. That's what really, like, I mean, there's always been a hatred between us, but that really sparked it. That really sparked it. The Bears could have won another Super Bowl that year if we had Jim McMahon. And we didn't send death threats, at least not that I know. I mean, I wasn't alive back then. But not that I know. We didn't send death threats, but nothing drastic happens to these Packers, these frauds. They always suck. They always lose. But it's like nothing so big like the double doink happens where you have a reason to be extremely pissed off. But still, in sports, death threats are not a place. They, They do not belong in sports. In professional, any level, they, they really don't belong in 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 anything, but sports especially. Yeah, sometimes. So, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I did, I googled but, the 1986 body slam video. His name was Charles Martin. Charles Martin, that man. Charles, lock your doors tonight. <laughs> I'm the real burn three is coming for you, man. Yeah, I'm coming for him. Yeah, no, but I I 100% agree with that, and I have firsthand with that. Also, just one more sidetrack, and then I'll get on to my second statement. With Packers fans, as you know, I make I make videos making fun of them a lot because it's really easy to get some pissed off a lot. I've gotten threats to kill myself before. I've gotten called multiple slurs by them. It's pretty funny, honestly, because it just it just makes me know that I'm pissing them off. It, it's pretty funny, but it's it's not a place in the sport. Like, just stop it. Stop it. We don't do that to you. All right, but whatever. I'm going on to my second statement. That's my rant about the Green Bay fans. Disgusting. All right. Justin Fields is being heavily slept on in the draft. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with this. I'm, I'm cool with this one. Um, I just, like, like how is how, how are the Jets, if they don't get Deshaun Watson, which I know you're going to talk about that later, but if they don't get Deshaun Watson, why would you pass on him? Yeah, he, well, he proved to you in that semi semifinal game against Clemson what he can do with like what did he have? Do you know was it like a broken rib or something? But whatever it was, he played yeah. through it tremendously. He had the game of his life. So obviously, number one is going to be um, Trevor Lawrence, and we hopefully we could do a live draft of that. Like, that'd be dope, you know? And we like commentate on it. Would be, yeah, no. yeah. I'm in for yeah, but. I, I just feel like Justin Fields, I don't know why the Jets would – I I don't see it. Like, I mean, I've seen rumors about him going to Miami. What? Yeah. Because apparently they don't like Tua. Dude, you got to give Tua more time. Exactly, but they don't like him. I've seen rumors about him going to Miami. I've seen him slipping all the way down to Denver. 
it's 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 ridiculous. He's just getting slandered left and right. This guy's a stud. You're not just some average Joe to go and play for Ohio State. I mean, I mean, you look at the last Ohio State quarterback who came into the draft. You know, he's he he likes uh he likes going to the clubs a lot. That's the best way to put it, Dwayne Haskins. But I believe, I, I like Fields. I like him a lot. And you know, I I also hear about this offensive line prospect from Oregon. I believe it is who's supposed to be like one of the best offensive linemen of Sewell. all time. Yeah, some, it's like something pen, it's like Penai Sewell or something like that. Something like that. But he's supposed to be like the best offensive lineman prospect. Yeah, it ever. is Penai Sewell, by the way. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, too. But still, it's like, would you rather take an offensive lineman or a quarterback that can lead you for the next 10, 15 years? Well, dude, this offensive lineman is supposed to be like... Look, when, you, when you're rebuilding a team, you want to rebuild with your O-line first, right? Because... Teams are – you can always be successful but, with a good O-line and a decent quarterback, but you can almost never be successful with a really good quarterback and a terrible O-line. But but do you want to keep Sam Darnold? No. So, in this case, in I, this case, I'm with you. The Jets got to take fields. I, but, I mean, I want Sam Darnold to come to the Bears, but – um. It's, it's just like I think that Miami's going to get this lineman, honestly. I think that – I think that – how it should go if I'm the Jets. Number one, obviously, Trevor Lawrence. Number two, Fields. Number three, give Miami. It should be you guys. Dude, you're pissing me off. You're pissing me off. (laughs) It should be you guys, but number three, I think they're going to take that offensive lineman prospect. But, yeah, no, Justin Fields is being very heavily slept on. I'm with you. Go, Go with your number three. Okay. We're keeping on the keeping the foot on the gas with this Packers stuff. This is our last. This is oh, our last boy. Packers topic. Thank the decision God. made by Matt Lafleur was actually not a bad one. It just didn't work out in the end. Brian, I want to understand what's going through your head with this one. Every break no, it no, down. No. Break it down. Hang on, hang on. Usually, I get to explain. Break it down to me. Why was it not a bad call? I, I get where you're going to come from. You have the MVP quarterback. You're, you're close. You're like six yards away from a first down. I get you have the best wide receiver in football. No, I get it. Oh, no. It was third and goal. I mean, fourth and goal. Oh, it was it fourth and goal? goal. Okay. But yeah. I get it. You have the best wide receiver. You have the MVP back there. I understand. I understand that. Okay. But if you don't kick that field goal, there's – you almost you don't kick the field goal and you miss the fourth down. The game is automatically over. You lose. It's done. You lost. No, it's not. no, it's not. It is. They were down by eight. I understand that, but I don't think. And just just listen. the The field goal kick allowed you. It showed that you have confidence in your defense. First off, second off, it gives you more time. Right, because. It gave him the two-minute warning, actually, because the, the kick returner was stupid and slid. But every decision is a bad one when it doesn't work out. So let's say let's say they win the game, right? This, okay. this is never going to be looked at as a bad call ever. Now, they lost the game, so of course it's going to be looked at as a bad call. So I just hate how people Wait, get on him. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, listen. You could say that about any decision ever made in football history. Any. At all. You could say that about any decision ever made. That if they won the game, it would have been a good decision. If they lost the game, it would have been a bad one. Look at this. They were up by eight. 
you have the MVP quarterback. Why aren't you going for the end zone? First off, Rodgers screwed up on third down. He had a lot of running room, and he could have put him on like the three, maybe the two. Anywhere between the five and the one yard line. He wasn't gonna score on that play. He's not too fast. He's not he's not fast enough. If it was Lamar Jackson, that's a touchdown. But he he could have been around the five yard line. Then what do you do? Do you go for it? Uh, look, I I'm okay with the I'm okay with the field goal call, honestly. I get why people are pissed about it, but of course you're mad when it doesn't work and you're happy when it works. This one just happened to not work. So I just don't think he should be getting as well, much blame as he's getting. You have a mediocre defense. You have a very mediocre defense. I'm sorry. Very mediocre. So, you take the three. You're still down by a touchdown. I mean, you're still down by five, but you have to score a touchdown. Usually, you kick a field goal right in that spot so that you can kick another field goal and at least tie the game. No. You needed to score eight points. Why the hell aren't you just going for it? Go for it. If you don't get six, then you have three timeouts. Then you can rely on your defense again. Then you have to go down and score eight. I I think it was one of the stupidest calls I've ever seen. And who knows? Maybe if it worked, we'd be here praising Matt LaFleur and the Green Bay's going to the Super Bowl. But like in Green Bay fashion, that's not what happened. All right, I'm going to go with my last statement. I think that that was a horrible call by LaFleur. But despite the NFL bias for quarterbacks getting awards, Justin Jefferson deserves Rookie of the Year. Justin Jefferson deserves it, but he's not going to win it. Yeah. I don't. I, I honestly don't think so, just because of how biased the NFL is for quarterbacks. Against they are. Sports. They are biased. But in this case, uh, it's obviously it's Herbert against Jefferson for Offensive Rookie of the Year. But you can't get mad if Herbert wins because, man, he had an insane season. No, 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 no. You cannot get mad at him at all. But also, I'm going to say one more thing, and this might piss off some people. Okay. Listen, if Joe Burrow played the whole year, he would have won Rookie of the Year. I think that's, that's too much up for grabs. It's, that's too much in the air. Joe Burrow. All right, look at this. The last time a running back or a different position other than quarterback won the MVP – was 2012. Adrian Damn it, Peterson. I was going to have I was going to make you or make me guess it and I was going to say Adrian Peterson but before that, before that it was in 2006 it was a running back. Who do you 2006, think 2006, 2006, let me think. Um Is it AFC or AFC or for, I was going to say that, dude, Damian Thomason. Yep. And then a running back again won uh, Sean Alexander for the Seahawks in 2005. But look, from the span from 2000, from 2000 to 2019, when Lamar Jackson won, how many? One, two, three, four. Four times. Four out of 20 times a running back or a different position other than quarterback has won MVP. They are so biased to quarterbacks. It is ridiculous. It is honestly ridiculous. And, I mean, it's going to be another quarterback this year, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you can't deny that one, though. You can't deny Rodgers not winning MVP this year. But talking about Rookie of the Year again, I think Justin Jefferson deserves it. I think that Herbert's going to win it just because of their bias. 
but I think if Joe Burrow stayed healthy the whole year, then he would have won it. Jefferson had an insane year. Don't get me wrong, because he broke some rookie records. Okay. Oh, he. Did. Oh, but he did. but Herbert's going to win because of the bias, and Herbert also broke the rookie record for touchdowns starting the season, and he didn't even start the first game. So he, I think both players deserve it, but I think Herbert will win. You know who I feel who? bad for? Tyrod Taylor. He gets hurt, and Herbert goes in. Dude, he didn't even get hurt. His doctor punctured his lung. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, you're right about that one. Man, I, I feel bad for Tyrod. He's gotten screwed over so many times, God, honestly. Damn. Imagine, imagine going home and saying, hey, I'm the starting quarterback for the Chargers. And then the next day, you're like, oh, it's gone. I got punctured. My lung is punctured by my doctor. I'm never going to start again. But you know what the thing is about Tyrod Taylor? Almost every single team that he's been to, while he's been there, they picked up their franchise quarterback. Yeah. Buffalo, they got Josh Allen. Cleveland, they got Baker. And now in, for the Chargers. Dude, Tyrod Taylor to the Bears then? I am 100% <laughs> in. I am 100%. Oh, man. We need a fran- – We the Bears have never had a franchise quarterback. I would love to have one. All right, but that's going to wrap up Stop the BS. Now on to a new segment. Real deal. Ryan real deal is very deal. simple, and I like to name my segments kind of like in a rhythmic tone. You know, it's a real deal. It's, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. But real deal. We're gonna really get down to the nitty gritty questions of the NFL. The coming at you. The the really really debatable questions you know that that describe the overall nfl season or nfl as a company or as a whole so the question we have two questions today connor i'm, I'm gonna ask you the first one has roger goodell truly okay. gained your respect after handling this season as well as he did or do you think he didn't even run it that well this year Roger Goodell, I, I hate I hate to use the language on this. I hate to, but Roger Goodell is the worst fucking CEO of all time. Awful. Awful. Ready? This man had from March when COVID hit till the beginning of the season to plan out, to have a whole plan to make sure this NFL season goes so smooth. They didn't do a damn thing. Oh yeah, wear your mask and social distance. That's it. They could have had a they could have had a really good plan. I feel like we could have gotten fans in every single NFL stadium. I know that some laws got in the way and shit like that, but he he barely did anything. And also, you know what really pissed me off about Roger Goodell? So they did a fund before the before the season started. It was like a charity auction, and it was to watch the opening for uh, COVID relief, and it was to watch the opening game. In Roger Goodell's basement with Roger Goodell. Cool opportunity, right? Our boy at Barstool, El Prez, gave, I think it was $3 million to this auction to go and sit with Goodell and watch the game with him. And Goodell declined them. They kept his money, which, I mean, they should have charity, but they declined them. Like, I, I can't stand this man. I hope that he retires. I hope that he has a great rest of his life, just not with the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you have um, to say about that? I remember hearing about the 
the El, El Prez from Barstool and him donating and then the whole Goodell stuff. I remember all that. But to look back on the season as a whole, I think he didn't do a great job. But, I mean, look where we are right now. We have a Super Bowl, don't we? Like, yep. And, and we'll give him this. I will give him this. I'm sorry to cut you off. But the health workers thing, the free tickets to him, I appreciate that. That's very good for the community. Yeah, very the Super Bowl good. to the, the healthcare workers. Much well deserved. Healthcare workers are the true MVPs this year. But I, I think, yeah. look, it's very difficult, obviously, to handle anything during this pandemic. And to have an NFL season be played every single week and to have a Super Bowl where you can have fans, like I think they said, like 20,000 or 23,000 or something like that, they'll be able to go. I still hate Goodell. I, I, I hate him just like you do, but he has gained a little bit of my respect because it's been a team effort and they were able to put together a full NFL season for us to watch. So I, I, I will give him the benefit of the doubt. At least we aren't the NBA right now. There have been so many postponements in the NBA is ridiculous. Like I'm pissed off my Bulls game. I have work off on Wednesday. I was excited. I finally get to watch a Bulls game after a while. Get to watch them play the Grizzlies postponed. They don't play till Saturday. There's been so many postponements. I feel like I feel like the NFL actually ran the well, besides the NBA and the bubble, like the bubble worked in the NBA. That worked very well. But besides that, like actually having a season traveling to different cities, playing different teams, the NFL did the best. I mean, what struggles were there? Earlier in the year, there was Pittsburgh, there was Tennessee, and then there was uh Pittsburgh. Dude, the, the big Ravens one, the big game. one was Denver. Oh, Denver. Yeah, no, that too. They should have postponed that game. But yeah, no, I feel like he did it pretty well. I'll I'll give him I'll give him the the benefit of the doubt on that one. But I like our second question on this a lot more. Mm-hmm. A lot more. Is Tom Brady, TB12. Dude, he is without question the greatest, not quarterback, the greatest football player of all time. There's no debate. People, people, okay. People were trying to tell me that Aaron Rodgers is the most talented player of all time. But Tom Brady is the GOAT. I'm like, how, how does that work? How does that work? You cannot beat Tom Brady. Tom Brady, 14 times in the Pro Bowl, three times All-Pro, six-time Super Bowl champion. Could be seven. If he gets seven rings, the debate is over. It is done. Three-time MVP as well. He is so he's 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 the best player of all time there's no way about, there's no other way of saying it i i don't know how else he you left, say it he left new england and went to a, an abysmal 7 and 9 buccaneers team that had absolutely no secondary a very mediocre coaching staff and o line no running back weapons I, he completely changed not only a team but a city completely This man, Tom Brady, if you love him or you hate him, I used to hate him when he was in New England, but I love him now that he's in Tampa. I don't know why. I just really like him now he's in Tampa, but you got to say it. He's the best football player to ever step on the field. Debatably the greatest NFL coach of all time to a whole new team and has now led them to the Super Bowl. Granted, he's had his weapons, but that comes with Brady being there. 
no way Gronk comes out if, if Brady's not there, right? No, no way AB gets another shot unless Brady tells Bruce Arians, hey, let's give him another chance, right? So all these guys are coming because of Brady, and that's the Brady effect. He is the greatest football player of all time. And here's the thing. You know what's the thing about Bruce Arian? He literally came out in an interview, and he was saying, yeah, no, I kind of just let Tom do his thing. Tom, that's that's not Bruce Arians' team. That's Tom Brady's team. He could he could qualify as the coach for Tampa Bay. That is all him. Tom Brady's easily the go. And I saw another debate where it's like, oh yeah, well Brady's always had weapons on this team. Okay, let's talk about the MVP. With that logic, Aaron Rodgers does not qualify for MVP this year either. Just Patrick Mahomes. Because look at Aaron Rodgers. He's got Devontae Adams. He's got Tunyon. He's got uh, Alan Lazard. Look at look at Patrick Mahomes. He's got Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Le'Veon Bell, Ceh. They each have every. They each have weapons. It's it, that's not a fair debate. Tom Brady is easily the goat. Easily the goat. That's. And the last I, year, I, I don't know what he, else they made say. the playoffs, and he had no weapons whatsoever. None, none, none. And it proved that it wasn't Belichick. It wasn't. Look at what happened this year. They get Cam Newton. Patriots fans are kind of excited. They're excited to see Cam. Super Cam, not anymore. Not anymore. Brady is easily the I will say one thing about New England, though, this year. They I did have I, a lot of players opt out. They did, but still. But still, it's like, yep. come on now. Brady's easily the GOAT. All right. Now, this is all you. This is all Dude, you. Dude, I haven't you done attack mode, like, all season. I'm, and I'm not going to go ham here, okay? I'm going to – I'll play it I'll play it slight. Maybe. Is this your first one? I think so. I'm not going to go all so. burns go rant mode, Bears, uh, you know? I'm just I'm, – I want to put these rumors to bed, bro, okay? Deshaun Watson, I'm, I'm tired of this, okay? I'm tired – Adam, Adam Schefter yesterday – Tweets eight different photos of Deshaun Watson in different jerseys. I saw a Bears one, okay? I saw that. I am so tired Black. of this. Deshaun has not even come out and said, I want to trade. He has not come out and said, get, get rid of me. Move me to another team. All of these rumors are pissing me off. He is on contract. The Texans are going to sign Eric Bieniemy as their head coach. Who is the one guy that can keep Deshaun there? Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy will be hired as the head coach, Okay. Deshaun Watson's freaking staying, and I am tired of all the rumors. Any any tweet that comes up on Deshaun Watson, if you go look at the replies, it's Watson in a Saints jersey, Watson in a, in a football team jersey, Watson in a Jets jersey. I'm like, can you just slow the hell down for a second? We don't even truly know if this guy wants to be traded. So I think he's staying in Houston, and I want to put the rest of these rumors to bed. I think the only way to truly tell – is who they hired as their head coach. What if they don't get... Uh, Why the wouldn't enemy? they get the enemy? He's gone. But what if, if they, they If they don't, then we are the, Texans. the most, or one of the most, like, idiotic franchises ever. Well, you guys already are. No, that was Bill O'Brien. That was Bill O'Brien. Lost a few. Yeah, but still, what, what if you guys if we don't, get him, don't get him? Then I'll, I'll start to get on the rumor train a little bit. But if we get Eric Bannemi, these rumors should be shut down immediately. All right, but I want to ask you one okay. question about Watson. If he does 
requests a trade, where do you think he's if going? If he requests a trade, he's there's only two teams in my mind, and it's it's either the Jets or the Dolphins. I Which one? think Pick one. it would be the Jets, and he'd follow Robert Saleh up there. And Richard Sherman's going to go to the Jets this offseason. I'm just saying. That's going to happen. Okay? I'm calling that right now. Wow. That's happening. I, I think that my boy Allen Robinson might be – Dude, if the Jets get – yeah. Well, well oh, if the Jets weren't freaking stupid and they had if Lawrence, they get Watson, I mean, God. If they get Watson, I think that Allen Robinson could be a Jet next year. But apparently the Bears are still trying to re-sign them. They're still trying. They're they're going to try to. Ryan Pace needs to get on his ass, get on the phone with Al Robinson, and get him to stay. But that's besides the point. I, I like that new segment that we did. Real deal. And we had an attack mode. Great. Switching it up for once. And, folks, no posers versus posers this week. We're saving it for next week for the Super Bowl special. But we have a few questions to kind of cap off the show. The week before Super Bowl special, what should be Pro Bowl week, but whatever. Our first question is, looking back on the season, give me your favorite play of the season and your favorite game of the entire year. I'm going to let you Oh, boy. Um, God, man. I'm, trying to, I'm, tr- I'm really trying to look back at all these scores right now. I'm trying to like solidify my answer as to what the best game was. Okay, yeah, go I, ahead. I could go first if you want. Okay, my favorite play easily is the D Hop Hail Mary. Nice. How can it not be? I mean, I mean it oh, it, it kills you me. A it kills bit, me. Seeing DeAndre Hopkins, but that was awesome. I mean, I love the Bills, and I I I got a sweet spot for the Cardinals. I mean, especially because they choked and less into the playoffs just to see an extra week of Bears football, even though we suck. But it it was awesome. That that was one of the best plays. That that was my favorite play of the year. My favorite game. Seattle no, that was gonna be my favorite Arizona. Game. I know, I know, but dude, that game was amazing. That game, especially my favorite part of it, DK Metcalf chasing uh, uh who was Baker, that? Was Buda that Baker. Baker Buddha? Who got the pick? Buddha Baker, wrong way around, my bad. Buda Baker, when he just chased him down. Plus, that became a huge meme. That was hilarious. But that game, it was just they were lighting each other up. It felt like – I mean, one of my favorite NFL games of all time was Monday Night Football, the Rams versus the Chiefs, when the total score More was like that. 90 points, I think. Yeah. No, I think it was like 95, 96. Somewhere around there. But still, this game – was basically that with a little bit of defense here and there. It was just awesome. And it went to overtime too. Loved every second. Um, what about you? I, I, this was I was going to pick this as my favorite game too. So I'm going to agree with you when the Cardinals beat the Seahawks in overtime. That game, I was uh, – look, I got into bed at 10, right? I'm a student. I, I like to get into bed a little early. I don't go to sleep till like 11, 11.30. But I get into bed at 10. Normally, you know, I scroll through Here. my social medias, you know, like, like a normal teenager, right? Yeah, okay, okay. You can relate. Yeah. So then I see the score, and I'm like, oh, like three minutes left. I'll just watch it on my phone because with Verizon, I get some free games on my phone. So I'm like, oh, I'll just catch the end. Dude, I was up watching that game until 11.15. 
it, it was like an hour long, and I was just like mesmerized by how awesome it was. Yeah. It it was incredible. My favorite, favorite play favorite is play? theoretically not a play, but it sort of is. My favorite play is actually Javon Wims. Not him dropping the ball <laughs> with the Saints guy. <laughs> oh, Gardner oh, Johnson. Oh, what's his name? Oh, that's that was so hilarious. Funny. That was I remember. So, so shout out to my buddy uh, Ben. We we go to his house every week to watch the Bears games, and we're all sitting down there. And and we're watching, you know, we're all pissed off because the Bears are playing like shit because Nick Foles was our quarterback back then. And and we're just all sitting there. We're kind of zoned out a little bit. And then we just see – it was like watching a UFC match. It was like watching Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. All you saw is he just went up to him and just <laughs> boom, rocked him. Just a brawl. It was no, so dude, funny. No, dude, he freaking tries oh, to snatch his chain funny. and then he punches him with a helmet on. And then Gordon Johnson's just like, like he's like, huh? It just like stands there and like looks around, like, like what's going on? And then just an all-out brawl happens. Oh, that was hilarious. I hate Gardner Johnson though, especially and and when the Bears and the Saints played again in the wild card, Anthony Miller got kicked out of the yeah. game punching him. He he knows how to get in people's heads really well. There's a lot of videos of people fighting him because of it. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there, but I thought that you were about to say Javon Williams dropping that touchdown. No, pass. no. Oh my not. god. Oh, oh, oh. Quick little rant about that. What really pissed me off is watching the Saints play the Bucks the next week. And famous Jameis goes in and they run the exact same play and they score a touchdown. Literally the exact same play. Oh my gosh, I lost it. I lost it. But also, I have one more for this one. How about we do our favorite play and favorite game? Oh, interesting. Season. Okay. Let me, let me pull yeah. up my, my, my boy's oh, schedule real quick. My Texans, you know, you dig. The Texans were in a lot of close right. games. But if my, you have them, go it, ahead. Same with Chicago. It's very hard to pick. Because the beginning of the year, I have a few favorite games. It, it was a fun year at the beginning. But then, as you know, it went it went down to shit. I'd had to say that my favorite game was either when the Bears played the Bucks on Thursday Night Football and we won. That was huge. And uh, I liked the Vikings game a lot at the end of the year. No, I'd say I'd say the Buccaneers game was definitely my favorite, even though my boy Money Mitch wasn't playing. Still, I mean, just beating Tom Brady on Thursday Night Football, that was huge. That was absolutely terrific to watch. And one of my favorite plays of the year, Ryan, it just happened to be mm. versus your Texans. When David Montgomery, literally our first play on offense, Took it to the house, 80 yards. David Montgomery is is just a stud, and he finally got to show it on that play. I love David. That that was a fantastic um, play. My favorite what game is a tough one because Texans obviously were in a lot of those games. But for me, it's either between when we played the Titans in week six and lost in overtime 
because that was a hell of a game. Deshaun Watson, that was his best game of the season, by the way. Um, that was a really good game. But I'd say my favorite one was actually probably on Thanksgiving when we beat the Lions. Ooh. And we okay. stomped them, okay. too. No, it was, it was, it was a good moment as a Texans fan. Yeah, it's always good to see your team win on Thanksgiving. I mean, we do it a lot versus the Lions because the Lions suck. But hey, that, hey, that was hey, a good I, I, didn't say my I, favorite I like play. that question. But now for my favorite oh. play actually comes from the oh, Thanksgiving game, ahead. and it's JJ Watts pick six. Oh, you love to see your boy Watts, who's not going to be in. The I just, I almost, I almost year. wanted to cry. To for him, that's so awesome. Yeah, you can't like not like the guy, too. dude. He's done so I, much. How can you not? Like here, it's ridiculous. Super nice guy, but you know what? We're done with nice guys. We want to see the competition now. The competition right now, right, dude. The NFC is where it gets tricky. AFC, uh, I'm AFC. I'm calling my Bills. The I'm, NFC, I'm it gets really too. tricky because Green Bay is gonna fall. The Saints are gonna fall. Seattle, the uh, Rams. The Rams are gonna fall. Let Real me quick. let me talk. Can I talk about the Rams for a second? The Rams are going to fall for one reason. They lost their defensive coordinator. They are going to okay. be just like the 2018 Bears. We have the defense right after Fangio left. We plummeted. So are they. But my NFC team, because the Saints are going to be awful, uh, mine is either Tampa Bay, if Brady stays for one last run, or what? somebody from the Cowboys. What? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I might, I might. I'm pulling <laughs> the tr- trigger. Give me Dallas. Dak, the number one offense in the league with him. In. The Dude, that defense is one so offense ass. in the. If I don't know, if they can make some moves on defense. Oh my God. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're going. I think that Buffalo's winning, and it doesn't really matter who goes from the NFC. You're going to call me like a doofus for calling the Cowboys. NFC. Don't sleep on the Cowboys. I'm tired of hearing about Dallas already. I think it's going to be Buffalo, and it's either going to be the Seahawks or the Cardinals. I think they're going to come out of the NFC West. Yes. Wow, the Cardinals? They're finally going to reach. They're finally going to get there, man. They were bad, bad, bad. Not terrible. Not good. Good. Now they're finally going to be really good. Uh, Give them two to three more years. Then My sleeper team. My sleeper team, though, out of the NFC. Not Super Bowl. Okay, I'm just saying a sleeper team. I touched on this last last week. The Panthers. Panthers are going to be good. Just that. Teddy B. Who's going to be their quarterback? My my buddy on TikTok, Sean LJ, one of the biggest Panthers fans that I know, he will disagree Bridgewater's good, heavily. Man. He hates Bridgewater. They all do. They all hate him. 
Nobody wants him there. I think he's not going to – I don't think he's going to be there. I okay. think it's Zach Wilson's their guy. But – out of the draft. But, yeah, no, I'm riding with either – I'm riding – we're both going with the Bills easily. But I'm saying Tampa Bay if Tom stays for one last <laughs> hurrah or the Cowboys. I think I think Seattle could get back in it. Now Boys are such a sleeper. Their, their OC. I think they can get back in it now. The thing about Dallas is I, I like the Cowboys. I hate their fan base. Hate them. Hate their fan base. Love the team. But for our last question of this episode, who was the biggest Pro Bowl snub? All right, Will. I'm ready. I'm so ready with this one. Roquan Davion Smith. Absolute snub. He has better stats than every single linebacker in the Pro Bowl. This just shows that it's a popularity contest. He has more tackles, more tackles for loss, more interceptions. I Don't quote me, but I believe more fumbles as well than every single, every single one. And more sacks. How was he not in the Pro Bowl? He, he also got snubs. He got second-team All-Pro. He should be first. The one Bears player who didn't get snubbed, thank God, was Cordell Patterson. He almost got snubbed. Cordell Patterson's the best returner in the league right now. There's no way saying otherwise. But Roquan Smith got 100% snubbed from the Pro okay. Bowl. There's no other way around it. Wow. <laughs> um, I kind of have two. And one is obviously from the Texans. Um, so I'll, I'll give you both. Zach Cunningham, do you know who that is? You don't know who the leading tackler in the AFC <laughs> who? is? Yeah, that guy. He led really? the entire AFC in tackles. Didn't make it. Like you just said, popularity contest. Wow. Let me let me look real How quick. But I know he led the league in, in tackles. Um. Oh my God, dude. He is he is good. And God. How did he not make it? Uh, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, 159 tackles. 104 solo. Ticket. Linebacker. position does he play? Yeah. He's a linebacker? And he got snubbed. Dude, he broke on a 98 and putting him at 159. I don't know. I don't care about the sacks. How do you not put the leading tackler in the AFC in the Pro Bowl? How many? How many? That is true. No, I think that both of these are. Yeah, snubs. I don't think, I think he had many. Been them too. Cunningham led the NFL with a single season career high in total tackles, while also setting single season career highs in sacks and quarterback hits for himself. He had three sacks. See, Rokon leads in snack. And, ah, okay, snack? my other what? my other snub is Cunningham got snub. Cunningham got snub. For my Ro- other snub. Can I give you my other snub? Rokon? James Robinson. Yeah. Dude yeah, was an I absolute agree, I animal. Agree with that 100%. Yep. Quick question. Who um, made, it who was Chubb. for running back then? I'm pulling up right now. Should have this ready. I'm bad. Oh, but there's no. 
Oh, we're not playing this year. They, yeah, they or totally just, should. Have I, don't know, the, I don't get the whole Madden thing. I don't know. They're doing instead they're doing like a Pro Bowl celebration. Okay, this is this is it. For AFC, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and Josh Dude, Nick Chubb was out like four Josh weeks. Jacobs out for like three, four games. No, are you, no I mean Derrick Henry one hundred percent. Are you kidding no me? That. God, dude, James Robinson, yeah, if you're out there listening to that's this, you're obviously not. If you hear this, James, I love yeah. you. You helped me win my fantasy league. I love you. Uh, yeah, how do you put it? I, I, maybe I can see one of them, but no way Chubb and Jacobs both go over freaking James Robinson. You see, this is who snubbed, uh, this is who snubbed Roquan, Bobby Wagner mm. and Fred Warner. That's who snubbed them. Bobby, Bobby Wagner, Wagner just got the name, man. Ridiculous. Yep. Pro Bowl sucks. It's a popularity contest. They need to change how they do it. But that's besides the point. I want to cap it off. Thank you for watching the kind of boring middle of the week segment to stop the BS. I mean, Super Bowl's next week. We don't have much to talk about this week with no Pro Bowl. But we tried. We tried to give you guys the best that we could. Thank you for listening if you listened the whole way through. But next week. We have probably what's going to be the most interesting episode of the whole season. Super Bowl special. I'm pumped, man. I can't wait. I'm very excited for this, Swank. All right. No. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I got to do it. Don't do it. I have to. I do it every week. Thank you for listening. Go follow our our TikTok account first before I forget. Stop the BS. Follow my account too as well at the Real Burns Three while you're on there. And as always, Bear.